This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode of Our Fair City is brought to you by Jackbox. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more info. Policies and policets, we're pleased to bring you something the whole cohabitating family unit can enjoy. So gather your corporate-approved offspring around the audio box and get cozy. Heartlife reminds all family units that it is against company policy for any non-approved progeny to listen to the Archibald Funny Pants Variety Hour. Violators will be subject to capture and or death. Tonight, we bring you the tale of a precocious young mole person named Boggy. Boggy was hard at work with her friends one day, digging ever deeper to make more room for policies like you and me. Say, this sure is swell, isn't it? I derive great satisfaction from working hard for heart life. Uh, Don't you, Shale? Yep. Say, I bet if we really put our claws into it, we can have this tunnel finished before the end of the shift. Could anything be better than that, Boggy? I don't know what could be better. Let's get to it. What a nice young mole. But that night, on her way back to her burrow, Boggy found... A book. The Adventures of Gulliver Nash, Street Sale Agent. But of course, a nice young mole like Boggy knows better than to read a book meant for humans. Well, I don't see the harm in it. Oh dear. Disregarding the rules, Boggy read late into the night. She was captivated by the daring adventures of crack detective Gulliver Nash, hanging on every detail of his crime-solving exploits. When Boggy went to work the next day... Well, this sure is swell, isn't it? I experienced great satisfaction from working hard for heart life. Don't you, Shale? Yep. I bet if we really put our claws into it, we could have this drain dug out before the end of the shift. Could anything be better than that, Boggy? Well, I do like working for the company, but... I want to do more than just dig. What? Don't say that. Digging is the best thing there is. Yep. It is quite literally what our genetically engineered bodies were born to do. I know that. But now, I want to be... Well, have you ever heard of the adventures of Gulliver Nash, Street Safe Agent? What? It's a book. You know, books... No. I only read officially sanctioned technical manuals on tunnel building, tunnel repair, tunnel drainage, tunnel maintenance, tunnel... Oh, but you'd love it! It's based on the true stories of Heartlife's most successful detective. Gulliver Nash walks the darkest tunnels and seediest underbellies of the city, solving mysteries. He always catches the bad guy. So? 
I don't see how that's tunnel relevant. But that's just it. I don't want to dig tunnels anymore. I want to join Street Safe and become a detective, just like Gulliver Nash. No. Moles can't be street-safe agents. You think all a mole can be is a tunnel digger? No, that's not true. You could be a tunnel repairer, or a tunnel patcher, or a tunnel maintainer, or, or, or a... I know what to do. I'll solve a mystery. If I can prove myself, they'll have to let me join. No. I don't think this is a good idea. You're right. It's a great idea. And so, Boggy set off in search of a mystery. She searched in the tunnels. Nope. No mystery here. She searched on the people mover. Sir? Sir? Do you have any mysteries that need solving? Hey, it's a people mover, you vermin. Get off. Oh, oh. And she searched in the darkest corners of the mold-infested zones. Hello? Any mysteries here? Puzzling artifacts or clues of any kind? But Boggy couldn't find a mystery anywhere, until the next morning. Hey, Boggy, wake up! We got a cleanup job! I'm spending the day looking for a mystery to solve. <laughs> Hear that, Shale? Our friend Boggy has more important things to do than come to work with us. Can you believe that? Nope. Too bad she won't be coming with us to see the tower. The tower? Oh, sure. It's not a big deal or anything. Just a tower cleanup job on level 12. Level 12? I wonder if we'll see the sky. Yeah. But Boggy here wouldn't be interested in that. She's too busy looking for a mystery. Can I come, please? I didn't think you were keen on cleaning tunnels. Or digging tunnels. Or patching tunnels. I am very keen. Can I come, please? Well, all right then. If it's okay with Shale... Suppose. Boggy was keen, dear listener, but not on the splendor of the tower or on any mole work. No, my friends. Boggy was keen because she knew that surely if there was a mystery afoot anywhere in the city, it was afoot in the lofty carpeted offices of the corporate tower. So up she climbed with Igni and Shale. I think the air is thinner up here. What floor are we on? Boggy kept her beady eyes open for any mystery. There must be a mystery here somewhere. And that's when, passing by an air duct, Boggy heard two human voices talking. Well, did you check out the usual suspects? Yes. No slime, so this wasn't a mold outbreak. Not a wolf attack either this high up. Then what the hell was it, Nash? <gasps> Special Agent Gulliver Nash! Could have been a spoiled picnic. Could have been a rogue policy. Commander, I just don't know yet. Find out. Three people are dead. I don't want to fill out any more fatality reports. I don't think we're ever going to find an answer for this one, sir. I investigated thoroughly. There wasn't a single clue left behind. Just get it done, Nash. Solved murders mean less paperwork. Yes, sir. A triple homicide. Special Agent Gulliver Nash stumped. Boggy to the rescue! I can already see the headlines! Lone Mole catches hardened criminal. First Mole to become special agent! Mole Detective makes history! Hey, Boggy, hurry up! You coming? No! I'm going to Zone 6! Oh. And so Boggy ran as fast 
fast as her clawed feet could carry her until she reached Zone 6. Staying carefully out of sight, she searched for the scene of the horrible crime. If I were three dead people, where would I be? Mm. What would Gulliver Nash do? Traces of salt, oil from human skin, stress hormones. It must be this way. Ah, there it is. The coppery smell of blood and feces. Someone was eviscerated right behind this door. Locked. But that wouldn't stop Special Agent Gulliver Nash. No, sir or madam, it would not. There we go. And we close the door so we won't be seen. Now, let's have a look. Oh, my. What greeted young Boggy, dear friends, was a scene of horror. The smell of leather chairs was still faintly detectable under the pungent odor of the viscera splattered across the table. Boggy saw limbs that had been hacked at and then pulled off at her feet. She saw a hand with each of its five fingers snapped off. It looked as though someone had jumped onto the torsos after the limbs had been severed, causing the entrails inside to erupt from them like confetti. This turned out to be too much for our inexperienced young mole. And Boggy... <laughs> Boggy made a contribution to the mess. It was in that rather embarrassing moment that the door handle began to turn. And who should enter but the dashing detective himself, Gulliver Nash! Oh, Mole, you're early. Early? You knew I was coming? I called you in for the cleanup job. Oh. Oh. Right. Um, I'll just, uh, I'll get to it then. Do that. Start with the body parts. I'll examine the walls and floor for clues. Of course, sir. Um, sir, please, if you don't mind my asking, what are you doing? Since you asked, this is a detective's technique for solving crimes. I'm wiping for fingerprints. Oh, I see. Isn't it dusting for fingerprints? I mean to say, wouldn't you just be wiping them away? Oh my, my, aren't you smart for a subhuman? <laughs> dusting is an outdated technique, and nowadays we wipe. Oh, I see. How does it work? You're very curious. I read your book. Did you? Oh, yes, sir. All right. What can you tell me about this crime scene? Oh, a chance to prove myself. Oh, gosh. Let's see. Three victims disemboweled and dismembered five or six hours ago. And what makes you say that? Clouding in the eyes and the, uh, pooling of the blood inside the limbs. Oof. Very good. What do you know about the murderer? There are no hesitation wounds on the body. This is someone who has done this before. Someone who enjoys it. Interesting. From the angle of this cut, we can infer that the assailant was, oh, say, 180 centimeters tall. About your height, he or she mustn't rule anything out, slashed downward like 
did. I see. And the assailant will have been left-handed, also like yourself. Am I? Yes, I noticed that you use your left hand to wipe for prints. Actually, I'd say you match what we know about the murderer in almost every respect. <laughs> Isn't that a funny coincidence? <laughs> sir, uh, sir, I wouldn't come any further. You'll get blood on your nice shoes. Although, I do happen to notice you've already got some on there. Dried blood, that is. So that would mean it's at least several hours old. Um... Sir? You're quite good, you know. As good as me, maybe. Oh, wow. It's too bad. I don't kill moles as a rule. There's no fun in it. But then, you're not like most moles. You notice things. You know things. What? You know too much. Ah! Someone call for a cleanup job? Igni, Shale, thank the directors you're here. It's Gulliver Nash and he's about to kill me. I can't say I'm surprised. What with you trying to be a detective and all? Yep. You guys! Now here are some sensible moles who know their place. And I know my rights. Any mole can appeal her termination to a human policies supervisor. What in the sweet earth are you talking about? Well, Boggy is correct. According to subsection 324 of the Mole Handbook, she has the right to place the named policy, Mr. Gulliver Nash, under a temporary subordinate's arrest so that a fair and timely appeal may be carried out. Passed on the 43rd day of the first quarter of the 116th fiscal cycle, it was a great day for all mole kind. Well, damn, Shale. Yep. Well, if that's the rules, then we've got your back, Boggy. Thank you, Igni. Shale, you're the best friends a mole could ask for. As for you, Gulliver Nash, will you come quietly? I wouldn't dream of denying you due process. And so the trio of moles enthusiastically escorted the street safe agent down the winding hallway until they came to the door of Commander Anderson. Now, what is it now, Nash? I demand that you arrest this man! A mole? How dare you address me directly? I have the right, under Mole Regulation 324, to this appeal- This mole killed those people. She wants to appeal my decision to summarily terminate. I did no such thing! Then who did? None other than Special Agent Gulliver Nash himself! Uh-huh. No, truly. The coagulated blood on the insole of his left shoe coincides with the time of death, which I calculated through biometric analysis. Wounds on the body are consistent with an assailant of Mr. Nash's height and strength, and moreover, the defendant admitted his guilt to me not 20 minutes ago. Nash, that right? Yes, sir. It is. Right. Kill them all. Have the other two clean it up. Yes, sir. Not here, you idiot! You'll make a mess! And Nash, you got lucky this time. We can pin it on the mole. Next time you decide to murder policies, you better have your scapegoat lined up before you take your little bloodbath. Understood? Now get out. And so, hauling Boggy the mole by the scruff of her neck, Gulliver Nash strides off once again into the shadows and dark corners of the tower. What? No! Igni! Shale! Stop him! No! Sorry, Boggy, but there's nothing we can do. They followed the rules. Yep. But, but... We can all learn from the tale of Boggy the Mole Person. Remember that high or low, we all have our place within heart life. 
It is our job to be the best at whatever occupation Heartlife hands us. And when Heartlife gives you lemons, clearly they want you to have lemons. Oh, come on! That last statement was not endorsed by the Heartlife Company and was the opinion of Archibald Funny Pants. Policy number 2278 Delta 5. This program is under the sole jurisdiction of the Heartlife Company. Heartlife, all the life you'll ever need. When Heartlife gives us lemons, we should all endeavor to make those lemons into whatever Heartlife dictates. So, kids, remember to do your part and keep your place, lest you end up like Boggy did. Loyal Policies, this is Heartlife Executive Producer Jeffrey Gardner. Thank you so much for joining us as we continue our mid-season break. What you just heard was a studio version of an excerpt of one of our live shows, the Archibald Funny Pants Radio Hour. You can hear the whole show performed live this summer at the Convergence Convention in Minneapolis, Minnesota on Sunday, July 5th at 4 p.m. on the main stage. We'll also be wandering around the convention all weekend. If you're there, you should totally say hi. In the meantime, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. It'll help future Loyal Policies find the show, and we really appreciate it. If you want to support the show financially, click on the donate link on our website. And again, thank you so much for your continued support of Heartlife Not For Profit. Stay tuned next week for something really, really exciting from the Heartlife Corporation. And as always... We'll see you in the tunnels. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.